guys. Hi guys. Welcome Hi. to <laughs> welcome to the Unset Podcast. Welcome you once again. And my name is Gwemi Sola, and my co-host is. Hello. Hi guys. Hello. <laughs> but you like to form, you know. I'm just there. I don't have strength, you know. I'm just here to play. I don't Who's have to make too much noise. I bring the vibes. Do you have to throw yourself off? You know, you know, I bring the but anyways, vibes. This podcast. Anyways, um, welcome to our very first episode. <laughs> we are so excited, and I'm so shy and nervous right now. Like I was literally so nervous before we were able to record this, and yeah, we are really excited. Bolo, how do you feel? I feel mm-hmm. exceptionally. Oh, mm-hmm. About this, no, no, no. Let I was expecting. Let me say this way. I feel good. I feel great. Mm-hmm. I must say, I never expected it. Bolo, Bolo. Okay, we've heard you. Can we? Can we move on now? It's your choice. I mean, I mean, I bring the vibe to this. Oh, okay. uh, don't worry. Is after this podcast, I'll come for you. <laughs> but anyway, so before we before we go on, like tell me something exciting that happened in your week. Like something something exciting or something fun or something bad. I don't know, just well, anything that okay, happened well, last um, week. Let's see, let's see. Let me start from last week. Last week was just Lagos. Lagos scored a trick. Like Lagos, mm-hmm. Lagos did, did a lot. Don't worry. 3-0 Lagos. Well done. Well done. I mean, traffic hey. and moving around like, well imagine. don't worry very soon we are moving i saw a tweet that says that um lagos will make you feel like you are hard working because i mean you leave your house as early as four sometimes five and then you come back as late as nine and you are like mm. and you are not you didn't do anything so productive just work and as far as i can it's really- lagos is just one of those places that makes you so active and less productive because so many people get to yeah. work or get to school and they're really tired they cannot perform optimally because yeah. of the traffic how was it for you like last week yeah first of all i'm so sorry about <laughs> your lagos hustle and bustle but then we move so for me last week was very um emotionally draining and what i had to learn for myself last week for, for myself last week was me consciously reminding myself that my relationship with god is not based on situation it's not based on my circumstances or what's going on around me so me choosing to choose to fellowship regardless of how i feel so it's not like oh today i'm feeling great i can spend time with god tomorrow i'm not feeling great then i can't spend time with god so i had to realize that ah sis you need to get yourself up and mm. consciously spend time with God, regardless of how, how you feel. So it was something that really stood out for me last week. And I intend to be intentional about, you know, as time goes on. So yeah, that was, that was just, oh, aside from that, last week was just normal. Nothing, nothing serious. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, let's, let's get right into why we are here today. And like we mentioned, like we are so excited to have us record our first episode ever. And we're going to be talking about something interesting that you've most likely seen in um, the, um, you've most likely seen the details. Talking about is Christianity boring, right? Yeah. And I mean, Bolu, first of all, what do you think about we having to talk about this topic? It's, it's needed. 
Let me put it that way. Uh-huh. Like it is very much necessary because <laughs> I'm laughing and I'm laughing because <laughs> my mind is just taking me back to all the things that people say about Christians and men. Yeah. It's mind blowing. Yeah. I mean we are old cranky people who don't they don't they don't have fun. Well do we have fun? No. Well I mean well, all we do is just walk. Like, we go to church, we, we come back, we work. We don't we don't gist. We don't gist. We don't we don't go out. We don't we don't do we do we even listen to music? Only holy uh, holy. It's only him. We we do it everywhere we are going. And we're like <laughs> yes, oh, put it under our arm like this <laughs> with our baggy jeans and Maria Maka skirts. Oh my god. <laughs> It's it's amazing. We are not like these people. We are not fun. Ah, it's amazing, like what people think about Christians. Like some people just think that oh, because I'm a Christian now, yeah, I don't have a life anymore. That means that yeah, anything, anything like natural life is not there again. Like, mm-hmm. all of yeah, <laughs> I remember something yeah. that somebody somebody used to tell me back in school. Like maybe the person saw me playing FIFA or something. The person saw me yeah. Instagram and the person was like, Oh, so you use Instagram? I'm like, Mm-mm. Ah, <laughs> no, <laughs> this statement reminded me of one that was that happened in school. I was so shocked. I said, Me of all people. So I think I am, um, we we're talking about relationship, and I was like, And I said, I can't remember what I said, but I remember that person's statement. She was like, Ah, you, you don't look like you don't look like someone that would be in a relationship. I said, Why you there, this you are you are a Jesus girl. In my mind, I'm like, What? So I don't, so I should not be in a relationship because. Ah, I was so shocked. I was so lost. So, like, if you are a Jesus girl, you cannot be in a relationship. Somebody was giving herself excuses. Like, she basically was shallying to me that, oh, on this my WhatsApp, oh, that she posts a lot of random stuff that I should not be annoyed with. That she knows that, oh, me, I'm I'm pastor. I'm, 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 I was just like, I like, people's idea of Christian, of Christianity, of of the body of Christ is so unrealistic, and I can't blame them to be honest. Because a lot of a lot of them, they base their knowledge of God, their knowledge of people, of of God's people, on what they've seen yeah. around, right? So a lot of times, it's not even their fault. It's it's because of what has been thrown at them, what they've seen and what they've heard, yeah. and that is why we are here to talk about the what people don't talk about, what what you've not heard people say about being christian yeah. right maybe you had it in your mind that i bet, I bet christians are boring and i'm not really ready for that commitment i still want to jail really and that is why we are here for that discussion and you know one the other reason we're also here for the discussion is to help both believers and unbelievers believers so that they can communicate it to other people that see we also we also have fun right it might not be like 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 you know fun fun is subjective right so my type of fun might not be your type of fun but that doesn't mean that we are boring right that doesn't mean that we don't joke we don't laugh we don't have inside jokes <laughs> i say i wish people can just you know spend time around me and my, my friends and i and hear us talk about the, the <laughs> it's, it's, it's amazing <laughs> it's it's you know so that is why we are basically here to talk about it and understanding that you deciding to be committed to god it's not you deciding not to be not to it's not you your commitment to god is not a commitment not to have fun right it's a commitment to see that 
your life in Christ is the best life you will ever have. And being with Christ is the biggest flex ever. So understand that everything is just a mindset thing, to be honest, right? So I don't want to go into so much details now, but I mean, so basically, but what do you think about how, you know, people feel like their life, you know, they're choosing to say yes to God means that it's an end to them having fun. They can't do other things ever and stuff. I'd say that um, another major thing that has even affected people's ideologies, just like just like you mentioned, is the movies that we watch. I'm going to call Nollywood out. They are the ones like Nollywood. Has oh my God! Yes, Christian yes. I'm screaming. As some kind of sanctimonious Pharisees and Sadducees. That oh my god, I'm do, screaming, yes. Ah, oh my god, all we do is just carry Bible, big Bible, wear big suit, mm-hmm. and then when it's time mm-hmm. for spirit, in fact, when it's time for spiritual warfare, that was the funniest, that was the funniest representation I've seen ever. There was a oh my god, this is so true of this pastor ah. a beer in the name of spiritual warfare, and both of them brought out swords. And they were like, yes, you, I come against you in the name of Jesus. And there isn't so. They're like, eh, eh, eh. Hey, are you are you kidding me? They misinterpret what we stand for. They mm-hmm. misinterpret who we are. And that is why, like, it is important that, you know, whenever you, you decide, I mean, it's important that when you decide that I want to say yes to God, you are not trying to look at other people and say, oh, how is their life? Or, yes, you know, exactly. um, how is this person? How is... so?" It's you say it's a relationship between you between you and God. Yes, you would have believers around you, but you understanding the fact that my relationship with God is not based on what I've seen or what I've heard. What it I've is heard. God and I in this yeah. thing, right? So you 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 saying that because other Christians are like this, then it's looking like that's the way they all are, right? And I, I just feel like you know I, that's that that is why a lot of people do not want to be committed in that relationship with god i also feel like um um i also feel like people people need to understand one thing that being a christian does not necessarily mean that oh you do not have a natural life or you don't have a natural mm-hmm. life you don't have a career yeah. you don't have friends yes things you used to do you will do them no more and that's not because you are following a given set of rules or regulations like you have in maybe the yeah. and all that no that's because you are a changed person first things first you are not the same person again that's that's what we understand as christians you're not the same person anymore you are a new person it's just like i have a white shirt and then the white shirt is extremely dirty what am i going to do if i don't want to use it anymore i take a new shirt and I, I can still look at the two shirts and see that, oh, this one is absolutely different. The new one is absolutely different from the old one. That's that's how it is. Like, you are an extremely different person. So it's not because, oh, you want to follow a set of rules that were laid down for you. It's because now you have the life of God and the regulator himself lives in you. That's what makes the difference. Okay, that's, that's okay so let me help people bring it down. So for those that... They are not sure what Bolly is talking. I ask him, what's the regulator? How am I living? Let's let's bring it down, right? Let's bring it down, 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 right? And Bolly, you help me with this. So Definitely. what Bolly is trying to say is that when you decide that I want to be committed in my relationship with God, so there, there are no set of rules. 
right? That thou shall not do this. Thou shall not do this. You shall not, don't dance. Don't wear trouser. Don't wear this. Don't dye, don't dye your hair. Don't do this. Don't do that. Right? It's you deciding that I want to have a relationship with God. Right? I choose, I, I, I choose to love God. I choose to live for him. So whatever it is that I will probably do that I know that will hurt God or not make him comfortable, then I will not do it. And so it is not me coming to, it's not me coming to the Christian faith or me accepting Jesus and saying that, okay, oh, then, you know, I'm forcing myself not to do this. Like Bolu mentioned something one time. He said that God literally changes you from inside out, right? So it changes you from inside and it is obvious for people around you to see and even for yourself to see. So you don't enforce it from outside in. It's not something that, oh, that's not this. Okay, let me try. It's from, it literally works from inside out. It just happens. Like, it just... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want the profound statement. So don't put pressure on yourself, right? Don't put... I want the profound statement that that I've ever seen. It was when the person was saying that, you know, naturally you spend more time in the flesh than you have in the spirit so it will take time for you to begin to grow and come to realization of something so don't put pressure on yourself like go out go on a date we, we christians we go on dates we we have hangouts we dance we gist we see have you seen some christian dance for you <laughs> So it's not a, a set out rules that, that we can't do this, we can't do that, we can't do this. This is the way of this is the way of life. It's it's really not like that, to be honest. We've laid the foundation that you know Christians from our, our perspective now we said that we still do things normal people do, just that there is a restriction. We can't we can't just act based on our flesh because I feel like doing this thing, we shouldn't we would do it and then hurt God. So there is a restriction that. We can do these things and have fun, but then we make sure that we are conscious of the life we have to live for God, and then we don't go beyond what is expected of us. Yeah, you asked the question, and I think one of the best ways we can even start with answering that question is looking at it from the point that who is a Christian? Christians are called believers, ba. Yeah, of course, ba. You don't believer. Are you no, sure? no, no, no. I'm taking you on a journey. I'm, you know, my student, please listen to me. Okay, students, I hear you. But then Christians are called believers, right? And for you to be a believer, you have to believe in something, right? What do we believe in? We believe in the death and resurrection of Christ. So we believe that Christ has died for us. He has washed our sins away. And then we've accepted the life of Christ, right? And so Christianity in itself is a lifestyle, Christianity in itself is a life to live. I want you to repeat what you just said. I said Christianity in itself is a lifestyle, no. right? Is a life. No. 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 <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't add effects to that thing because it needs to it needs to ring in the minds of a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Christianity in itself is a lifestyle. It's a life that we've been called to live, right? So because I accepted the life of Christ. Now I have a new life, a new life that is not that that is not um is not stringed by how I feel or because I feel like doing this thing. So mm-hmm. it's a life that is consecrated to God and God entirely, right? And mm-hmm. one of the ways, so it's not it's not now there is a you, right? There is Bemi before she believed before she received the life of Christ, right? And now that she has received the life of Christ, 
this is baby in Christ, right? So there is still the concept of you in Christ. So it's not like God has now snatched your personality. He has snatched your, he has snatched you and then you are just there. So understanding the fact that first of all, as a believer, you have your personality. Understand that you could be either in, um, extrovert or introvert. You could be either a reserved person or an outgoing person, right? So understanding that however I am, my life is in Christ. So if I am a reserved person, because naturally I'm just, I, I, I'm just reserved, but my life is in Christ. If I am an extrovert, I am, but my life is in Christ, right? I don't know if I've gone ahead of your question. Yeah, well, you said it very well. And let's 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 also look at it this way. I say Christians are people who are loved and know who they are loved by. You know the person that loves you. You know the one who loves you. So you are loved and you know that, oh, I am loved by God. I mean, it's not it's not because the basis of our Christian faith is love. God came in form of man. Because he loved us and then he proved that love on the cross by dying, being like in the form of man. So one and the truth is just like you said, we're not mindless zombies. Some people, do you know that some people actually think that Christians are people that are being that are mind controlled by their pastors. When I Twitter, I'm just like, <laughs> what is going on? Like, how did you get here now? How uh-huh. God made every man with free will. I saw a uh-huh. like China McLean earlier on today, and she said, like she said it openly that oh, if God could take away free will from human, if it happened that God created everybody without free will, we would just be mindless zombies. And that is not love, which is true. The fact that we still have free will points even more and more, or proves more and more to the fact that God Himself, He, he is love. So we're not a community of people that are, that are being mind-controlled by God. I mean, if God, if God took away free will, then you know that there's no need for all this conversation we're doing, all this one we're doing. There's no, yeah. It's, it's been pointless anyway. I, I also heard that some people think Christians are judgmental folks. I mean, what do you, like, <laughs> how do you see that? Coming from the question you asked, um, who are Christians? Understanding that we are not mindless. We are not mindless people. We have, we have our life, yes, but our life in Christ, right? Understanding the fact that we have our own free will, right? And even from looking at the disciples in general, they have different personality, right? Paul was okay. Paul wasn't a disciple, but Paul' personality was it was very very. His personality came off really strong in his passion for God, while some other while some other disciples could come off like you know subtle and everything. So, and even looking at Jesus in in himself was Jesus was very loud about his faith, right? And so, Bolu, you could be somebody who likes to take his time before he gets to know people, and I am somebody who I don't mind if I miss it today. Let me get to know it. That's fine, right? But that doesn't mean that you know I am not. I'm not, I don't have a life of Christ. So I am myself in Christ, right? So I just wanted to lay that foundation and understanding that Christians can be judgmental. So you don't pick your knowledge of God and your knowledge of his people solely on what people are doing around you. And truth be told, Christians are judgmental. And I feel like at some point in my life too, I unconsciously, I have been judgmental. I might not come to you and say you're a bad person, but maybe in my head, 
I just feel like, ah, why is this person acting this way? Is, are you not a Christian, right? Or ah, I don't understand. So <laughs> genuinely, genuinely, people naturally, either believers, whether as a Christian or not, people can be judgmental. And I really, really agree with that. We've already laid the foundation of how Christians, we are not mindless people like Bolo mentioned. We have the mind of our own to do things and we are not zombies whereby before we do this thing, we ask, God, how should I dance? God, how should I hang out? No, <laughs> it's not like that, right? Um, even looking at Jesus Christ while he was on earth, he had fun. They had parties, right? Even the wedding was, was a party, right? Really? They drank wine, you know, Jesus Christ is with the sinners. People love to be around God and everything. So you would know that Jesus Christ lived a fulfilled, I mean, it was obvious that he lived a fulfilled life, right? And so you saying that Christians are boring or you, you're just thinking that the reason why you don't want to be committed is because, you know, you don't have to, you can't have sex, you can't drink, you can't, um, you can't go to certain parties, you can't go to, you know, nightclubs. What would you be doing on Friday nights without going out on it, without going out? Um, you can't, you can't um, watch pornography. It feels like, oh my God, I'm going to die without these things. And one of the things that stood out for me is realizing that King Solomon, right, was somebody who had it. Had it all, Bolu. Like, King Solomon had wives, concubines. Anytime I think about that King Solomon story, it blows my mind. I'm like, how? You get, so it just, and he said something, he said, it feels like a, I don't know if I should, if I'm, if I'm quoting exactly what he said, but then it feels like chasing the wind, right? He, at the end of the day, you don't feel fulfilled after doing all these things. It feels like, you know, you doing all these things over and over again. You're just going in circles. Right. There is no fulfillment. It's just, you know, it's just at that moment, you're just having fun. And then after it, that's just all. And then you you feel you don't feel like what you're doing is right. Some people still some people do have the conscience of not feeling that way. <laughs> some people have the conscience of feeling that way, right? Some people they don't even care at all. But I feel like there's just something in human me that you feel like you don't want to continue doing this for the rest of your life, right? Mm-hmm. So Bolu, do you think that you know having or doing all these things, you think they are fun? Because that's what people do not want to drop. See, the thing is, we have to separate two things, or we have to separate these two things. Yes, we have already said, like, you can, you still have your natural life, like, you still have your own life. But let's face the fact, really, you are in a committed relationship as a Christian. So, like, being that you're in a committed relationship, knowing fully well, I mean, that these things. And remember, I, I initially mentioned that now you have a regulator in you, and it's just like you leave it from inside out you know that there are some places you should not be. Like, this one is not even a matter of, like, is it, is it things that, oh, we should do or we should not do? So a wise man once said that not every question has... Well, some, people, some, people just, some people just feel like there's nothing wrong going to a strip club. Yeah, well, so, there are people that feel that way. But let's, let's face the fact. How does going to places like that, how does it help you as a person, self? Not even, not even as a believer. How does because happen? some people just want to have fun. They just, they just want to have fun. Just like you said, fun is relative, yeah? Or fun, mm-hmm. fun, is, fun is relative, yeah? It's subjective. I mean, however, yeah. if you really look at it objectively, 
you safely mm-hmm. and you as a person you that you, you like to go to those kind of places you know that those things are fueling lost in your mind in your heart and you, yeah. you know that the outcome of everything is not what you want to be it's not where you want to be it's not what you want to see. yeah you yeah want, you true know, let's let's call it speed a speed like you know that there are some places you should not be as a person even even not even not even um as an unbeliever or even as 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 a non-christian i mean yeah i know a good number of um, muslims that they don't go to strip clubs they don't go to places like that they are unbelievers too that don't that don't do um, stuff like that as well yeah let's use you have their own standard as a person exactly so as an individual you have your standards you have your core values yeah that's the word i was looking for you have your core values and so you know that there are some things that oh i should not do because it could be harmful to me as a person so how much now that you're in a committed relationship with the father and you just know by his spirit in you that oh this thing is not for me because of the outcome of it see let's just lay this down that god's principles or God's way, ways for us, they are not they are not boxes to confine us, to keep us confined. Just like you have, um, a very good example is like um, the story of Cinderella now. Cinderella's mother, or stepmom rather, locked her up in places and confined her just so that she could not come out and see the prince and so that her daughters could have all of that. That's an example we could use. But actually, God's, God's rules, God's laws rather, God's principles in our hearts. Mm-hmm. They're not like that. They're not to keep us confined and keep us away from shining. Yeah. Actually, yeah. guardrails for our own safety. If another yeah. example like excites with a child, most children, they don't know what is harmful. Babies do not know what is harmful. They cannot tell that this is dangerous and this is not dangerous. A baby could see a pool, like a swimming pool, and, and not know, and just keep walking and then until the baby walks into the pool. And we don't know that it's dangerous until the baby's already in the pool. So that's how it is. Like, we are God's children. God actually knows that, oh, there's some things that are dangerous for us. And so, in essence, it's actually saving us from ourselves. It's saving us from the humanity, like from the human nature that could... Yeah, and, and I mean, even coming from the natural point of view now and not you know some people like oh, they're trying to spiritualize everything let's come from the natural point of view and let you and and you know i just want you to also come from the natural point of view for those that they feel like is this god is this god like from the natural perspective right i also want you to come from there as well yeah so like like i said initially that um as an individual you have, you have yeah you have set things in place for yourself because you know that oh if i don't do this or if i do this i could end up in places yeah okay that makes sense if you have an exam you know no matter how smart you are you know that if you don't read for that exam it's trouble you know that it's absolute trouble so just in the same way like there are principles that you set for yourself do you know that i even know of unbelievers i know of people that they don't go to church they're not christians but they just they just like to focus on their work, focus on like all other things, things that they don't like to find themselves in places or things that could distract them. They don't a good number of people as well. They they don't and um, they choose not to smoke or drink because they've come to understand that oh this thing is harmful to my health. So my point, sir, is that all these things, all these so-called things that 
um, the world will see are fun for people. Many of those things are harmful to us as human beings, like as individuals, they are harmful to us. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, when you are when you are into a lot, yeah. like it does yeah. not it does yeah. not seem as when you when you seemingly look at something as fun, fun, it does not seem as harmful to you anymore. This makes a lot of sense, knowing that, um, you know, we believers because we are not because we stopped doing these things, didn't mean that we stopped having fun. It means that we stopped obeying our flesh. We stopped um conforming to the desires of our flesh, right? Mm-hmm. Understanding the fact that because of the life that I have in Christ. I won't do these things anymore. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to literally stop having fun, you know, or I'm, I'm going to... And, and to be honest, right, something I was going to bring up is that Christianity in itself is not boring, but it's not fun. It's not fun and games. It's We are living a life of purpose. We are living a life of... We are living a life consecrated to God. We are living a life with, with a mindset, with a goal that we bring people to God we tell the word about Christ, right? So a lot of times it's 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 not fun, or most times it isn't fun, but it's a life of of delights, right? Of delights that I don't do these things. Yes, I'm human being. But I told you of how during my NYC, you know, I was being, I was super social. I participated in almost everything. Uh, I participated in the in the cultural this thing in in the dance competition, acting, I did almost everything. But when it was getting to a point where I realized that these people are beginning to do the things that I don't think I'm comfortable doing, I left. At that moment, it was me bringing myself to control myself. Most times it's not fun, but it's a delight that at the end of the day, I am delighted to do this. Like it, It brings me joy from within, knowing that I'm living my life for the one who died for me is a committed relationship that somebody else might look attractive to me. I might be attracted to somebody else, but I choose to be with this person. So like Bolu said, it's, it's you knowing your standard as a person and even as someone who has received the life of Christ. And just to mention one last thing that when you look at the life of Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ went through it all over. Yes, he was, he was, he was, he was backstabbed. He mm-hmm. was, he, people talked about him anyhow in his face behind mm-hmm. him. He was fulfilling for him. And that's why when I read the book of Ecclesiastes, it was mind blowing that even Solomon who had it all still felt like he was chasing the wind, still felt like he had not, he had not, he still felt empty. Do you know so that? the Christian life sometimes is not fun. Because sometimes I don't feel like praying, but I have to watch movies, but I have to do what I have to do for the gospel. Mm. So it's, it's a life of delight. Mm. Most times not fun, but, you know, generally as human beings, we don't do all we have to. We don't do everything we do because we want to. We have to do it because we do it because we have to. I don't eat anything I see because, you know, unless, you know, I'll be unhealthy if I eat just anything. So even naturally speaking, food is, it's, it's, I mean, people, I, people enjoy eating, but at the same time, there is self-control that I don't just eat anyhow. But do you get where I'm coming from? So you can't just be eating like anything, anything that comes by. And in fact, mm-hmm. this, this analogy I'm about to give, it was something I recently heard. I think it was last week I heard it, that it's amazing how the 
food that are so sweet or all those things that are so sweet. Yeah. All of a sudden, you could just be tired of it. You can keep taking ice cream from now to next week. Let's see what will happen to your body. Let's see how your body will turn out. Or you can keep taking crispy yeah. cream. <laughs> the first yeah. time I heard that crispy creamy thing, oh God, I was like, no, this is absolute sugar. Like serious sugar. You see? And imagine just living on sugar, like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Of course, it's going to take a toll on your body. So in the same yeah. And anything that appears to be so sweet or so much fun, it has its own harmful effects. Let's let's just yeah, yeah. yeah. So Bolu and I, Bolu and I are not coming to you guys to say that oh Christianity is entirely fun. We need to also talk about, about the fact that it is a life of sacrifice. You know, there'll be days that you would feel like, oh, but this isn't bad. Maybe my standard is too high. Can't I just it's that day you now realize that. It's the life of Christ in me. I don't do just what I feel like doing. It is a life that has been consecrated, a life that, is, that has been given to God in full. And so it's not just me telling you that every time, every time is fun. No, there are times that you know, you know, that you have to sacrifice the feeling. You have to sacrifice the appetite and do what um, you, are, you are to do. Even though, it will feel like a discomfort to you, but then it would always stem up from the place of delight, right? Jesus Christ was on the cross. It wasn't fun, but it was delightful for him to know that he's living a purposeful life, right? So, yeah, I, I think that's just the summary of, mm-hmm. of everything. I don't know if you would like to yeah. just, you know, give us a round off and then... Okay, so um, knowing, having this particular thing in mind, it will help you as a Christian. Christianity is based on love. The life of a believer is primarily based on love. If you just let that sink, trust me, you would see, you will really understand or really mm-hmm. have this delight in or living a life of sacrifice and all that. Love. Now, it's amazing how everybody in the world says that, oh, love is the solution to the world's problems. Love heals. Love um, changes the world. Love will help all men live together and all that. But a good number of people are not ready to make that sacrifice of love. Love is sacrificial. I mean, Jesus has done it all by dying on the cross. That is the greatest form of sacrifice. And the sacrifice in love, it, not, it does not just involve one person. Like, it's not one side. Mm-hmm. Like, it's both parties. Mm-hmm. Jesus has done it. I mean, so it's only expected that being that Jesus has shown his love, we also would return that love or reciprocate that love by sacrificing for him. So, yeah, that's it. Just a recap also. As a believer, don't base your knowledge of God. Or for somebody who is listening to this, you are not, you know, you are not sure. You're just in and out. Don't base your knowledge of God on what you've heard or what seemed like. Base your knowledge on God by being rooted in his word. Study, study, being rooted in God's word and know that, okay, um, I'm not going to be doing in and out anymore. You know, I can be, I can be in Christ and still be myself and still be the extroverted person that I am and still be the introverted person that I am. I told Bolo how, you know, I always feel very somehow 
because I am a very extroverted person and I always be very uncomfortable. You know, what would people think if I'm just, you know, posting dance videos or da 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 and all of that. But I had to realize that this is who I am in Christ. I am extroverted and that is it, right? So understanding that, you know, regardless, um, I'm not doing it outside the standard that God has for me, right? So your knowledge of God should not be based on what people think or what people will say or how can I make people feel this way or mm, what people say if I, if I say I'm a Christian now and I can't do this anymore, right? So let that be. And understanding the fact that, yes, you can have fun, but there's also a place of sacrifice where there are times that you wouldn't do things out of, out of fun. You would do it out of delight. You know, you could, you could feel discomfort, but you know that you are doing this because this is the life you chose. And one very last thing I'm also going to talk about is also knowing that you don't have to be doing in and out anymore. Let people know what you stand for. Let people know what you stand for. Don't be in and then. You are not letting people know that you're a Christian because you still want to hang out with those your friends to go on the party and everything. Let people know what you stand for and stay rooted. And it's definitely going to be the biggest flex ever, ever. Mm. And that's on period. As always, we leave our email address, contact details in the description. If you have questions from this session, things or queries that you want to talk about, I mean, and suggestions or whatsoever you can yeah we would up. really love to know or even if you have anything in particular you have us treat again as regards this topic catch you up on our next episode Bye. Bye.